4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, well, well,
5: it's Austin Reeves and Ant's World. We're all just living in it. We have figured out who the next Laker is going to be, according to Supervisor Jabari. We're back to continue to discuss Team USA in the FIBA tournament before breaking down the Northwest Division with podcaster Greg Foster. On today's episode, I'm Jack O'Brien. And I'm producer Jabari in from Miles. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack.
6: I'm at boosties. And sometimes Jabari got mad boosties. Yeah, I think we nailed that. I think we got
7: that. Yeah. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Woo! All right. Duty. There we go. Three
3: on one. Davis. Bob LeBron! There you go. He's driving, spinning.
4: Curry, a three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry from downtown again! Giannis with the
3: telecom, look out! No short time! What you got, Giannis?
7: There Great. you go. What's happening, man? Hi. Thank you guys for having me. I, I just want to say just right off top, um, I'm enjoying the FIBA tournament tournament a lot, and I think it's the like the one time, you know, like that and the Olympics is when I can actually like be a nationalist. Yeah. Uh like You know, like every other time, it's like, Meh, whatever, okay, sure. But like, as soon as like I hear that national anthem during like FIBA or uh, you know the Olympics, yeah, I'm all in. You know, back, get straight. You're saluting. Oh yeah, saluting the flag that you got in the corner. I got you. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm, 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 (laughs) I'm all in. It's fun, and I uh, would do just about anything to get Ant on my team i feel like i I know
5: what it's like to be a lakers fan when (laughs) watching, when like watching fiba because it's like there's such a superiority complex i get when i'm like watching like somebody do something for another team and i'm like oh oh, okay that was cute oh Oh, this is what
7: it's like to win and have a story franchise and like a legacy of winning yeah yes uh, this is a
6: this is a nice change I gotta be honest with you guys, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome.
5: <laughs> I, I was more talking about from like a toxic uh, condescension standpoint of just assuming everybody for every other team would like to be playing, secretly wishes they were playing for my team. Um, that, that's how I feel when I'm watching international ball. Um, I don't think it's necessarily true, but. It doesn't
6: help that Team USA was teasing us, us Lakers fans, us toxic you know nation uh saying things like this duo and putting up a picture of ant and austin
5: i
7: mean if you don't want if you don't want me to come to the party don't send me an invite (laughs) i mean honestly that's the that's the white men can't jump sequel we actually deserve yes
5: yeah that's uh absolutely that's a lot of fun (laughs) they'd be a good time together um i love that that is that is just them tempting you the yeah. just putting a putting them in a picture together and referring to two players as a duo is uh, a statement about the the future of the Lakers.
6: I mean, really, that like you know, not to lean into the stereotype, but I mean, is there any other eventual outcome? I mean, like this is you know this is it was written, so I'll see you guys in a few years. <laughs>
7: (laughs) Yeah, they they posted that photo to social and all of a sudden Photoshop stock rose like billions of
1: dollars.
5: (laughs) Uh, But Greg, you are a friend of the show. Uh, You co-host unsalvageable with one of our favorite guests in uh, Miles and Jack. I'm Matt Boosty's history, Sarah Todd. She's wonderful. She's the best. She's he like is.
7: exploring the catacombs right now somewhere in Paris or I don't know at the
5: Louvre. You get with music for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Miles is in Europe. Kanye is in Europe appears to be having a good time. Um Sarah is in Europe. Uh
7: How is everyone affording Europe right now?
5: I don't know. I think we're all just going I into debt. I need
7: secrets here. My DMs yeah. are wide open, please. <laughs> I'm supposed to go next year and like I don't know. I hope my kid likes not going to college
5: i went to uh the jersey shore this weekend oh, there, there or this we summer and so nice. uh, nice. why would i need to go to europe when i went to the jersey <laughs> oh, shore yeah.
7: i mean really get, get your delco <laughs> accent going yeah <laughs> <laughs>
5: like um via pittsburgh or <laughs> is it oh the pittsburgh accent yeah i get them Kinda. confused they're so pretty close they're pretty Yins. close i mean it's yeah like used.
7: Baltimore, go Philly, yeah, Philly, Pittsburgh, it's all kind of the same thing. Uncle Just say Yugi. go birds and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. go birds. Because that means Eagles or Ravens and you've you got go. it covered. So what have you guys been watching FIBA ball? How, what, what, have,
5: what have your takeaways been?
7: I think that Bo Cruz is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> and uh, I'm really looking forward to Hustle too. Yeah. I'm looking at you like Ant looked at him.
6: my I mean my biggest takeaway and and I mentioned this you know before the show is that you know outside of team USA and you know we can get into that I'm sure Luca's basically Luca regardless of the regardless of the court like if if he's on the NBA he's going to give you you know 36 ish 10 ish and five ish or whatever the case may be if he's in FIBA tournament same deal you know it he's pretty much going to he's pretty much a lock for those numbers
7: yeah Uh, I mean, the guy, obviously, like, unsalvageable. I'm a Utah Jazz fan. The guy who uh, I'm obviously very high on and very excited about is Lowry Markkinen. And, you know, the big question going into the Utah Jazz this season this year is, can he have a repeat performance? You know, he was an all-star last year, started the all-star game, put up, you know, what was it, 25-7, and and I think two or three, four assists. Uh, And he looks great. And uh, I've had my eyes kind of focused on him and I'm I'm excited for what he can do for my team next year.
5: And then Aust- on the US team, Austin Reeves looks really good. He looks, like but, I mean if
7: if this is the Austin Reeves the Lakers get in that's not fair. the regular season, that's really that's annoying. really really scary and yeah, exceptionally yeah. annoying.
5: Yeah. Um yeah, he <laughs> he has at times looked like the best player on the team. On a team where, like, I thought he was just going to be like, you know, in the in the mix for like a solid contributor on the second team, um, but he's he's been putting up numbers everywhere and like just been doing basically the, the at his like what what he was doing at best for the Lakers in the playoffs and towards the end of last year, like that's what he seems to be doing again, just picking up where he left off.
6: I, I got to be upfront about this, and look, I, and I'm I, I promise you, I'm placing aside the the usual you know jokes that I'm going. Austin Reeves is a basketball is a good is a solid basketball player. He's and really if good. You put, if you put him on a team that's you know that's laced with talent, he's going to really shine. Specifically because he does a lot of the, he does a lot of the little things well. You know what I mean? He's he's you know he's not he's not you know dunking from the free throw line, but he's you know he's still in that you know he's still athletic. He's not shooting forty eight percent from three, but he's gonna you know he's gonna knock down the open ones. Uh, you know, I, I get it. Folks get tired of Lakers players and Lakers fans in general, uh, but in particular, Lakers players always being in the conversation. But this is one where it's actually warranted.
7: Yeah, I mean, one of the the things that that Sarah and I talk about a lot is you know, if you want a winning team, and and I'm simplifying this, but you've got your you've got your guys and you've got your dudes. You know, someone like for the Utah Jazz, La- Larry Markinen's our dude, uh, and then we've got you know, you role players who are your guys uh, on this team. USA Austin Reeves surprisingly looks like, a, he looks like a dude. He looks like, again, we've talked about uh, the, the Robin to Ann Edwards, Batman. And that's a, uh, that's super surprising, but yeah, if, if this is who he is moving forward and the contract, he's going to get and, and moving forward, like this is a guy that a lot of people are going to want on their teams. And Seems like he can be that kind of missing piece and that ancillary playmaker the the Lakers need, especially as LeBron continues to age. Yeah,
5: and Ant seems like he continues to improve. Are you are you guys seeing like based on what he's doing in the tournament? Are you are you expecting like kind of a step up for him or kind of same same general area he was in before?
7: I have a scorching hot take about Ant and. I think every year that I've seen him, first of all, I thought that he should have been rookie of the year. Um, I'm not that I'm like besmirching Lamella Ball or anything because he's great. Um, but I thought that Ant was just the better player and I still do. Uh, and then him making the All Star team last year and him looking like he is, you know, he's the guy on this team and could be, you know, the guy moving forward in the Olympics. I think if he continues on this trajectory, we could in a couple of years be talking about Ant Edwards as the face of the league. I wow. think he's like he's right up there. I think like, you know, almost figuratively, but also sorry for the stupid pun, but John ja Morant kind of shot himself in the foot with all of the <laughs> right. the stuff that he did, and I kind of thought that he was going to be that guy. You know, I have I have a five year old who I I coached, and like all the kids his age and kind of in that age group were just obsessed with John ja Morant. Uh and it could very much be Ant because he is he's so exciting and he's so good and like he's really kind of proven that he's like the dude in Minnesota now. Yeah. And I think that can move forward. I mean, I don't know if if Minnesota's the market and who knows if he stays there, but like I I'm I'm what I'm saying is I'm buying all this stock on at right now.
5: Yeah. Yeah, there were like there are a couple times uh in every game where he does something and I'm like, oh, he has like multiple levels still to go up. Like he's already really like really, really good. And he has like, he, he does things on defense and offense every once in a while where I'm just like, man, he, he could be like (laughs) just (laughs) incredible. Like we've like nothing we've ever seen before. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. The other big story I feel like was, Rondé Hollis Jefferson just showing up and like he everybody was saying he reminded them of Kobe like from his game perspective, but he also like just like kind of looked like Kobe, <laughs>
6: like it was built, built like him, weird. He was like
5: built like him, like just all all the different things he was doing. He was wearing number twenty four. Um, it, it was it was interesting. He he like was really doing a. Pretty good Kobe impression, like in a, in a lot of ways. I don't know. Did you guys catch that?
7: Coming to a Comic Con near you?
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cosplay FIBA edition.
6: Yeah, look. More than anything, I, I I looked at it and said, like, wait, is he still in the league? Because you know, look, I recognize the NBA is different than FIBA. You know, international tournaments are the play there is going to be different if you're in a situation where you can put up, you know, 30 plus in back to back games, I would at least, and you're six, six, and you're still you know, young enough. I would at least expect you to get a look. So I'm, I'm actually intrigued to see if he gets a look in camp, like from
5: a team. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, a Lakers fan looks at whoever the best player is in the whole tournament and says, they're going to want to play for us. Uh, it's just, (laughs) it's, it's a matter of time until he's on the Lakers, a Sixers fan, is like oh that guy's not in the league Ooh, maybe we could like get him in for like a tryout or something maybe we could like sign him to a so that, that this is the guy that got my uh got my eyes lighting up
7: six foot six and can do damage from the mid post i
6: mean oh,
5: yeah you know? yeah man i'll I'll take it and then there's um, us
7: jazz fans who were just like yeah, that's a nice player i hope he, I hope he does well
5: <laughs> he seems you guys nice, are so nice.
7: <laughs> he seems great <laughs> he seems like a nice
5: guy um, alright speaking of your jazz fandom yeah. we are gonna take a quick break and when we come back we are going to do our preview of the Northwest Division I love that we're doing these previews divisionally and I've, never, I've this is the only time in my life, I think that I've thought of teams based on their divisions. (laughs) Like, like, Oh, the Northwest division, of course, um, abolish divisions. Yeah. For real. Just get rid of it. Useful for podcasts. Uh, Yes. We're going (laughs) to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds. I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited.
5: All right, so the Northwest Division is the Nuggets. who You might remember w- won the NBA championship last year. Pretty uh, good. The Jazz, um, the Wolves, who might have the future face of the league on their team. The Thunder, who might also have the future face of the yeah.
7: Speaking league of on their team, great FIBA performances.
5: Yeah, face mm-hmm. um, of Canada. Oh, I was talking was. about Chet. You guys, are, who are oh. you talking about? Um, no, I'm just playing. Uh, and the Blazers, of course. So we we have been looking at what what their record was last year and what their over under is this year. The Nuggets. It's it seems like the pattern has been that Vegas inexplicably is going is thinking every team is going to lose, is going to decrease the number of wins. The Nuggets. They are had uh giving a game and a half over last year. So last year they went fifty three and twenty nine this year they have them going 54 and a half as the over under that seems about right to me
7: yeah I, it's it's hard for me to like count out any team with nikola jokic i think he pretty firmly cemented himself this last year as the best player in basketball and uh you know i think until somebody can prove that they can stop him and murray then yeah i'm not going to i'm not going to bet against him.
6: Yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, 54 and a half seems about right. I wouldn't be... Honestly, if they stay healthy, I wouldn't even be shocked if it's in the high 50s. Mm-hmm. You
5: know? They, they, they like, did you, lose Brucey e. B. Bruce so e. B ain't going
6: nowhere. Oh, okay. Oh, he, I'm he sorry. Is he not? Yeah. He Is he Indy? not, oh, sir? Okay.
5: <laughs> he went to Indiana because everybody looked at him and had the same idea. He was, was that fantasy sleeper that everybody has. And everybody's like, oh, I was going to take him. Um... But, anyways, Brucey B gone. Uh, They re signed Reggie Jackson and signed Justin Holiday. I don't, I might just to be a contrarian, take the under on this. Like, and by the under, I mean like expect them to be as good as they were last year and win the title again. (laughs) But, like, that would still be the slight under. Um, I don't know why they're much better than they were last year. Um, I don't know. I I guess but like this is assuming they're at peak health for the whole season.
7: Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, and, this is always with the caveat of injuries, right?
5: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Like I, I you know, I posed the question, you know, will there be a champ- championship hangover? And while it's certainly a possibility, for whatever reason this seems like a team that's not going to have one. Um and you know, that that can yeah. be conjecture, but I'm not sure it did. for whatever reason it seems like they're just going to kind of roll back into the season like they did before
5: um all right up next your Utah Jazz. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Um last year they went 37 and 45. This year they have them going 35 and a half wins. Um
7: what what say you, Greg? I think that's insanity. I mean maybe that I'm be be- maybe I'm being a homer, but I think if you look up and down this roster and the ma- the moves they've made as well as the progress that this team made. I mean like let's let's rewind the tape back a year ago from now. I had the Jazz slated as winning somewhere between like 18 and 22 games. Yeah. I thought they were going mm-hmm. to be garbage. Yeah. And I was like fully buckled in, strapped in for just like a complete rebuild and with Lowry's ascension with Walker Kessler coming in and being an all rookie guy uh and then just like a cavalcade of role players and and, and you know the rise of another rookie and Abaji like they completely exceeded expectations this is probably a team who if they weren't actively tanking last year at least makes the play yeah. game I, and I agree with that. You know, and then you add, you add, you know, I thought that they had a really solid draft with Keontae, George, Taylor, Hendricks, and Bryce Sensabaugh, and then making the move for John Collins. Like, I think, especially when you, when you, when you analyze that, like, you you got John Collins for the corpse of Rudy Gay and a couple of uh, second round picks. And like, oh, wow. that alone makes your mm-hmm. team better. And I know that there are question marks about, John Collins and if he still got it, if he still got the fit, but the fact of the matter is he's a better player than Rudy Gay and he's probably, you know, I would I would say a better player than Kelly Olynyk who they were starting for the majority of their season. So if they if they end up having a worse record than last season, I will be I will be pretty shocked. I don't think that this is a team that's like a contender right now. You know, I would say that their ceiling is Five hundred, I would say, or, or sorry, their, their floor is five hundred, and their ceiling wow. is like an eight seed, seventh or eight seed. You know, okay. I, I
5: mean, a five hundred might be eight seed, right?
7: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I dynamic. think like I think that their ceiling is the play in. I really do, and I or, or sorry, I keep, saying, I keep saying their ceiling, their floor is the play in, and their ceiling is like you so know, like if, if, if everything goes perfectly you know, Lowry has another repeat performance and everybody on the team continues to, to, you know, elevate and become better and develop like, yeah, this is a six seed. Wow. I love it, man.
5: I love, it It must be so nice to be a fan of a team. That's not the 76ers (laughs) and just like, have like, you know, hope and just positive energy for your team and just that, like, and I'm convinced too. I'm not saying like, it must be nice to like be delusional. Like, I you just convinced me. I'm I'm in. I'm on board. This is like a lock yeah. that it's you know, a over because why would they be worse than last year? Yeah. Like it's there's just, nothing that makes sense about that.
7: And I would I, I would <laughs> also say that like I also don't think the Jazz are done. The Jazz mm-hmm. have what is it, 12 first-round draft picks between ah. now and 2029. This is a team that knows they still need to develop. This is a team that knows that still has holes in the roster. And if there is a big name at the trade deadline who is disgruntled. One of the first teams that general manager calls is the Utah Jazz, knowing that they're like the ones who could actually facilitate a big trade.
5: Yeah. And
7: Rick, you know, if they if they land someone, let's just say like Austin, like hypothetically, someone like Luca is, you know, fed up with Dallas at the trade deadline and demands a trade. Like that's that's a deal the Jazz can do. The Jazz have enough assets and cap space. To be able to do the Kevin Durant to Phoenix Suns deal three times over,
5: oh right. Okay,
6: so we talked about this actually before the summer. It, it might have been during the season on on your show. Uh-huh. So what about what about the idea of bringing your man? You know, bring you know, bring bringing Dame over to like, th- th- this Miami thing. Who knows what you know you know what's going to come of it? He's just sitting there. It you know we're going to get to Portland. They can't really do anything until they pull the switch on that. Why not go after him?
7: Uh I say this with, with the caveat that like I'm full Dame hive been a fan of him since, you know, he was at Weber state. I got the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll brag and say, I was able to even play pickup ball with him a few times when he was back here in Utah, you know, X and you, were of years off, Mike, ago.
5: you You smoked him. You said he actually, oh, yeah. like yeah, you were so, way better than him.
7: Yeah. Uh, fat <laughs> yeah. white guy. Uh, you know, <laughs> he just—he wasn't able to handle the uh, the three foot vertical Al Jefferson baby hook. Hey, you that know is what? my go-to. But I love Dame, and I think absolutely you add Dame to this team, and he elevates the ceiling right now. But we're talking about a guy who's on the wrong side of thirty, who's also owed sixty-five million dollars when he's thirty-six. Yeah, and like. I still don't believe in my heart of hearts. You put Damian Lillard on this team, you know, and you facilitate that trade with all the, you know, the assets you're probably saying goodbye to either one, if not both of Walker Kessler and Ochai Abaji for that trade. Uh, and then you still have holes. You put Dame on that team it still doesn't beat Denver in a seven game series that like that's adding Damian Lillard to the Utah jazz does not get them over the hump. It does not, it does not help them reach the mountaintop. And then you've blown your load for a guy who you have about a two year window to win. And I don't think that's possible. I think this is a team that is still in development and is still in a rebuild while rebuilding and developing quicker than we thought they were after the Gobert and Mitchell trades, it's it's not enough. And I think that it would be misguided. Whereas like if you put them on a team ostensibly like like uh or hypothetically like Miami with a BAM and with a Jimmy Butler, like that's a title contending team within the next two years. Yeah. yeah so I like Dame. I think he's great. Future Hall of Famer does not fit the Utah Jazz's timeline.
5: I had no idea that Weaver State was in Utah prior to like you know Yeah, it's like lat- forty five a half. from my,
6: from my place.
5: Yeah, that's crazy. D-
6: Dame mentioning it a couple years back was when I found out.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
6: I was like I was like, Utah ties, what are you talking about?
5: Oh yeah. Uh, what why did he end up there? Is he from he Utah? He just like no, he's from Oakland.
7: Oakland. He just like he wasn't highly regarded or highly recruited coming out of high school, and that was the uh the Team that gave him a scholarship, gave him a chance. And Where's so, his why,
5: underrated documentary? Can't wait it's to coming. see that. It's yeah, coming. I'm sure. I mean, he um, got
7: he got the Modelo commercial. Doesn't that I work? I know. Those I mean, are... that's <laughs> you no, know, that's a preview. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Here
5: you go. All right, the Wolves. They have forty three and a half wins over under. Last year they were at forty two, lost to the Nuggets in the first round. The big thing that I think would determine. Like how good they are is ant gets way better. Like or continues to get better. You know, cat is obviously a question mark. Uh Gobert, real question mark, but like, I don't know. It's a like that, you know, they were they were getting in fist fights like at the end of last season with each other. Like what what do we do? What do we can do I, here?
6: Can I quickly piggyback on Greg's hot take from earlier? Because for one, I don't think it's necessarily as hot. Um of a take. Ant is Ant is currently on the trajectory of Dwayne Wade and Kobe and that type. Mm-hmm. I to be clear for anybody out there that is you know, like that doesn't understand what I'm saying, I'm not saying he's as good as those guys, but the trage- the trajectory that he's currently on is that type of pace. If he has another level, we're already going to be having that type of conversation in terms of his impact on this team. I, I, not only am I going over on this, you know, much like Greg was very positive that they were going over, uh, you know, for, you know, for that, the jazz, were going to go over, you know, their expectations. I think the wolves are a solid playoff team this year. And I think it's going to be on the back of, and, and whoever else is still left there after the deadline.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I I'm with you. I think they are a solid playoff team. I think they're a four or five seed. Um, I don't, however, think that the uh cat Gobert pairing works. No. Um, and I don't know how you get rid of the you can't get rid of Gobert. That's the most untradable contract in the league right now. Yeah. Uh props to Justin Zanuck and Danny Yange for the absolute fleece of the century. But you know, okay. and like, <laughs> you know, I have I have my my hang-ups and my beasts with Rudy Gobert, but he did do some Great things for my team, um, but rim-running centers do not all of a sudden get better after they turn thirty. Mm. And so like, is that going to be a stretch? Five? You don't know think?
5: Because I was like, my hot take to you guys: this hot take was that he is the future of the yeah. league and the face of the NBA is Rudy Gobert. That's uh, what do you I think? think?
7: I think we're going to get a lot more Baguette biombos and hon, Han Han makers. Uh, Then i just dpo wise
5: i mean anyone with the instincts to touch all those microphones you know it's just (laughs) like he has social media instincts and clout you know he knows how to seize a moment like both globally and and in the league
7: (sighs) anyway thanks for walker kessler (laughs)
5: <laughs> right uh, fair there fair was enough. a
7: play though in in particular that really kind of raised my eyebrows like even outside of the kind of lackluster season he had for minnesota last year and that was uh in that france versus canada game he got banged on by dylan brooks on yes, what was did. like a pretty routine drive and dunk whereas like rudy gobert a couple years ago sends that back into the 18th row. And he's just seems like he's just a step slower and doesn't cover the same kind of ground or doesn't have that, that quite that same verticality as he did when he was a three-time defensive player of the year. And I don't think, you know, that doesn't get better. What made Rudy Gobert such a dynamic and versatile player was his ability to cover so much ground and absolutely mm-hmm. just completely, like, you know, watching Gobert in his prime with the jabs, like watching Gandalf with the staff, just like putting it down and being like "You shall not pass." And I think those days are behind them. Uh, and then, of course, just the two big pairing. I was kind of really intrigued by it. I thought that they would complement each other because you know what Cat does well, Rudy doesn't, and then mm-hmm. vice versa. But I, I just don't see that working. And I think if the, I think if Minnesota really wants to make a push, a ants their guy moving forward. Yes. And B, you've got to somehow trade cat and get some sort of big time haul for him, whether that's another star or a whole lot of depth.
5: Yeah. Because yeah, I hope I, that's what if they do. not
7: like I kind of see the Wolves as kind of in basketball purgatory where you're somewhere between the 4 and 6 seed and yes you make the playoffs every year but you're a first second round exit at the very very best,
5: yeah. The best, like somebody described their problem last year, being that like cat, you have to hide, like on, like you can't, you can't have him guarding your four because no. they're yeah. just going to slice you up. Yeah, so it's gonna be
7: pick and roll all day. But mm-hmm. you
5: also can't have Gobert guarding your four because no. they're going to slice you up all day. They're going to draw him out, and then you know. and then you
7: don't have a, a rim protector, right?
5: So yeah, so they're just out of luck on defense when they're playing cat and Gobert next to one another. And like the stats really bear it out. Like they were, they were really yeah. bad with those two next to each other, um, last year. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's tough, but I, yeah, I think they need to get rid of one of those two and Gobert seems untradeable. So probably cat yeah. probably. Yeah. Somebody who fits a little bit better. Um, and maybe like, I don't know, a new front office, uh, Let's move on to the Thunder. Julius Randall, you are a Timberwolf. <laughs> oh God, right. that is that is what they would do, though, isn't can, it? Can, can we? Can that we is go ma- what they would do. Can they
6: go get Macau instead of Julius and actually give Aunt some a running mate?
5: Yeah. No, because they would do. Would but the they would do Julius. Yeah, they, oh <laughs> they would boy. do Julius Randall. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my God, would they ever? <laughs> the
6: wrath of you know, the ghost of David Con.
5: All right. sorry, <laughs> James Harden and like. Two years, they'll bring yes. him in. Two years, um, from now. yes. The oh, Thunder oh. are a team I'm excited about because I have a ticket uh, the, with them winning the title on it from Vegas when oh, we went to wow. Vegas. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, I saw one game highlight reel of Chet, and I was like, "This man is the truth. He is the Sold. future." Um, no, I don't know. Uh, that that was a extreme long shot. Uh last year they went 40 and 42. This year 43 and a half wins. That that feels pretty optimistic to me. I don't know. They they were really good last year. They didn't add that much, but I guess they added Chet, right? Yeah, so that, they're that really big on Chet?
7: Yeah. They it's think not, Chet's but it's not just three adding and a half? Chet. It's also another year of chemistry and continuity that you're building with that core. Yeah. And I don't know. I Again, like, you know, Sandra, hot take alarm. I don't think that, you know, OKC is necessarily a contender, but they might be the most intriguing team in the league. Yeah. They I mean, remind me kind of of like what the Grizzlies were a couple of years ago, where like, like, they're right on the cusp of being really, really good. And, you know, like, you know, I think Shy's bonafide star if not superstar. Really? I think Chet is going to be really good. I like Jaden Williams like and they just they seem like yeah, they're Regan. building just that prototypical modern NBA roster where you have a bunch of guys between 6'6 and 6'10 who can do everything. Handle the ball, can switch defensively, rebound, block shots. You know, I think it's going to take a few years for them to really gel, but they're absolutely my league past. Yeah. yeah. Credit, credit to Presti, because like I was one of those <sighs> folks three years ago
6: when everybody was, you know, giving him all the credit for stockpiling all those picks. I was like, yeah, well, what are you going to do with them? Well, he's, he has shown and he has absolutely put together a roster. It's the Utah jazz blueprint right there, baby.
7: Uh, fair enough. Let's <laughs> go.
5: Yeah. All right. So my, maybe my pick is right on and they, they do win the title and I become a very <laughs> rich man hey. and, nobody ever hears from me again because i just like become a weird person who lives in a vegas casino grow my nails long you
7: move to atlantic city oh. <laughs> to atlantic city Not that would vegas. be the move actually yeah um just lives in one of the abandoned taj mahal suites yes it
5: is. <laughs> atlantic city is a, a weird post-apocalyptic city it's, one of it's,
7: the strangest places crazy. i've ever been yeah
5: very strange uh, the Blazers over under is off the board <laughs> currently <laughs> due to yep. uh, the uncertainty with Dame. Um, I could see them, you know, last year thirty three and forty nine. Um, I could see Scoot and you know, Jeremy Grant and you know that I could see them putting together more wins than people are expecting. Personally, but we'll I, we'll see.
6: Personally, I think they're gonna. I I think it's going to be. At least similar to the beginning of the season for Utah, where you know, to your point, they are winning a few games, but I think they have to look at the future in, in in this one and 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 kind of pull it back. I think they ultimately win like 25 games, but Scoot is in the conversation
7: for rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm I think Scoot's going to be awesome. I'm super high on the guy. I you know I think Jeremy Grant's a nice player. I think Anthony Simons is a nice player, but I you know a I think they are going to fully embrace this rebuild. I don't expect Dame to stay in Portland. I think it's, you know, it's a matter of time until some sort of deal gets done. Uh and then it's, you know, it's full rebuild and I think they have it in their mind that this is a multi-year rebuild and it's going to take a few years for Scoot to really reach his potential and then you know, who knows from there, but yeah, I think 25-30 wins sounds right. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
5: I feel like it'll probably be Right, that that's probably where they're gonna come on the board once once the trade happens. If the trade happens. Yeah.
7: It certainly wouldn't surprise me though, like Jabari said, if Scoot ends up winning Work of the Year though.
5: Yeah, I would it He's wouldn't surprise me really, if, he really wins, if Chet wins. But I also think there's a chance Victor Wembenyama is right away the generationally truth. defensive Just- like stopper and
7: Pool. I'm so excited. I got my I got tickets to go see him when he comes to Utah. Do you? So, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's nice. like You have to. You should. Yeah. yeah. He was supposed to be at Summer League and canceled. Like this was the year, like mm-hmm. the first year in God knows how how many that uh the Salt Lake Summer League has not featured the San Antonio Spurs. And I bought like my three-day pass <laughs> before oh. everything was announced. Uh like getting all excited like after the draft and then.
5: No, she was they, too busy getting in it. fights with Britney Spears. You know. Yeah. Um. All right, let's take uh, another quick break, and when we come back, oh, oh, oh Greg. Mm-hmm. Rid- Greg, 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 oh, Greg, is it oh, time? It is time for the fastest segment in podcasting. We'll be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know
1: For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
2: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
5: And it's time. Oh, yes, it's time. Rapid fire to close it out. Um, we're going to be asking you uh, to answer some questions. We need you to just give us first thought, go sure. strong and wrong, you know, whatever it is. And we are leaning on you to keep things moving. Yeah, <laughs> don't right. let us
6: dilly dally. Don't let us say, I right about have been known to
5: both dally and dilly. I am um, going
6: with my gut. And he's God. more of a dillier, but he, right. has, he has dally. I've let's been get, known get to do it.
5: both. All right. First up, give us a team. No one is considering for title contention this year, but should be in the conversation. Uh,
7: Go, the Los Angeles Lakers.
5: Oh, what? Hey, I like Who's it. not considering them? Who's not considering them? Well, yeah, that's
6: a good question, actually, Jack. That that's that's weird. That's the problem because I be mean, concerned? I don't think
7: that they're like the top <laughs> tier team. They're not a Bucks, Celtics, or Nuggets, Sixers. Listen, um, I, lo- I mean, yeah. I'm a Philly guy too. Like, I mean, I lived in Roxboro, but like. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh,
5: remember last year? Remember they were like up 3-2? Um, they look great. Look God. good. Somebody Oof.
6: on this panel foolishly said, no, we are good. And it
5: wasn't <sighs> the fan of the team. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I would never. I'm not a not an idiot, Jabari. But Greg, um,
6: once right, again, we go. are Dillian second and Dallian. Yeah, yeah, man. Go, come, and on. come on. One another. Which teams will have the biggest increase in wins uh, over last year? Thunder.
5: Thunder. Fair enough. All right. Um, Where are Pascal Siakam, James Harden, and Dan playing on opening Miami, night?
7: Uh, Pascal Siakam then, in my heart. Um, and sorry, what was the, what was the last <laughs> one? I apologize. Uh, J- James
5: Harden. Uh, I mean,
7: it, he's going to go to LA, right? Yeah, for the Clippers. Yeah, for yeah the yeah, Clippers. Yeah. No, no. I, was I, was saying, called, don't I would you never. Me.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Listen, man, it's Braun Hive all the way. I know uh, I'm a jazz fan, but like. I wouldn't wish that yeah, evil. Yeah, on anyone. me too.
5: All right. You can take two players from all of history to create your Mad Boosties Edition NBA Jam team. Uh, they have to have played on the same team at some point. Which two players are you taking? Like, they don't have to have played together, but like, you you could take Patrick Ewing and Walt oh, Clark. Oh, uh, Ron and Shaq. Oh, okay. Ron and yeah, Shaq. MVP Shaq. Though, right?
0: Yeah.
7: <laughs> Lakers Shaq. Yeah. No. Laker Shaq and uh, like uh, twenty sixteen Finals LeBron.
0: Ooh, okay.
6: yeah, yeah, it's, it's over. Okay. So All right, best NBA city in terms of food choices,
7: and what is your oh, go to dish? Uh, I mean, God, that is that is tough. I mean, if we're just going, if we're just going like straight food, it's New York City, man. Yeah straight and like it's uh, it's pizza that's a, I the thing that i miss the absolute most about the east coast is the halal cart chicken lamb rice, yeah, okay. vegetables a yeah. little bit of harissa and yes, some please. white sauce
5: yeah mm. and you then what, what's your go-to dish in salt lake city what's the one that like when people come to town you say i got you and take them there? oh
7: i go to we go to el Moralense and we're getting al pastor tacos
5: okay oh, okay yeah do you do any of the uh, soda shots? Any of the dirty I'm soda? soda? I'm
7: not a soda guy. Okay. This is my, in fact, I'll just, I'll get it. I know I'm dillying and dallying, but I'm also mm. going to, I'm also going to brag right now. I am going to hit a hundred pounds lost this week from my heaviest. And like wow. one of the first things I did when I started losing weight was cutting out soda. So like I got Damn. my sparkling, I got my sparkling water. I know doing, I'm doing a visual bit on a podcast, but you know, just know yeah. that For the lime. Yeah, I got the Kirkland signature lime, and it uh, it's carrying me.
6: Nice.
7: All right. If you could have any player skill set for a day, whose and what skill set would it be? It's LeBron's.
0: Okay. Which skill?
7: I guess. I guess. Is it just like wait? Is it a single skill? So it could could be like Iverson's crossover or hand. shooting.
5: Yeah, yeah. That's the the right answer. Yes. (laughs)
7: Yeah.
6: Yes.
5: <laughs> we ask this of everyone, and every almost everyone lands on Steph Curry shooting, and yeah. I always say that's the right answer. Nobody yeah. else is. Yeah. Um, huh. that would be cool to just be like, ah, this this feels new. Yeah. Let me just be pull up here. from
7: forty feet in a pickup game. Yeah. I'd yeah. Just because. All right, I mean, I go. do that either way. We oh, got to oh, do sorry. next
5: question. I got Ultimate gotta, I gotta... peak prime Stockton or prime Zeke?
7: Prime Zeke.
6: I wow. love it. I love it. I. It's, I'm sorry. I put that in there specifically because I knew he was going to say that and had his uh, jazz fans followers would be upset.
5: Okay.
7: Like, I mean, Stockton did great things during his career. Like, you know, personal life, notwithstanding, but I mean, Zeke in a single playoff run went through Jordan bird and magic and, and magic. Yeah. And he did. as the best player on a team, Stockton never came anywhere close to that. Fair yeah. enough. You can go back and attend any single playoff game in NBA
6: history. Which game are you choosing? <sighs>
7: It would really, really hard for me to turn down the Game Seven of that 2016 Finals. Yes, mm. the block, the shot, the completing that comeback, Terminator Bron. Yeah, yeah, that be that would be really hard for me to say no to. Okay. All right,
5: and finally, the the question we ask all our guests when Jabari
7: is co-hosting: <laughs> Jack or Jabari? <laughs> Jabari was the one who sent the invite. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. I knew this was no, going to no happen. Favorites, no
5: favorites. Yeah, I mean, you can say no favorites, Jabari. But Jabari, you your this, is,
7: this is no offense to anyone, but Jabari has been my guy for, for God, years now. So it's Team Jabari yeah. over here. But uh, I, I say that with also saying that it's uh, it's love to everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. It's very diplomatic of you. I am Switzerland right now. All I want yeah. is health care and must no be bees. exhausting.
5: But Switzerland, <laughs> it's not like Switzerland actually fires a shot in the war and then says that they're pacifists like you just did <laughs> when you took me out behind the. You Not know, at all. It's all, it's, it's all. And shot he me like, in the back of the head. <laughs> he did like uh, with, like siblings <laughs> when you'll smack your you'll smack your little sibling and you act like. I, I just, you know, I, and that's why I'm a pacifist and I just like to what, play both sides. That's exactly. Right there is why. All right
7: if that's all right, not american greg. diplomacy i don't know what is <laughs> there you all go. right
5: well greg foster such a pleasure having you on miles and jack and sometimes jabari got my boosties where can people find you follow you hear you all that good stuff
7: yeah uh i you can follow me uh online on twitter as well as blue sky if you got one of the invite codes that uh i am at dad sham dad uh, my podcast is unsalvageable. Are you dad sham dad on uh, Twitter? I am yep. dad sham dad on Twitter.
5: Oh, okay. I think I've like read one of your tweets before on oh, nice. um, on TDZ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Great. Great name. Great <laughs> handle.
7: Thank you very much. Uh, and then if you're into, you know, like politics and pop culture, I have a, another podcast with a couple of my good friends called Brigham Young Money. And that is yeah, uh, Money BYM podcast on the Twitters. Uh, yeah. I'm easy to get a hold of. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
5: thanks for doing it, man.
7: Uh, And thank you guys. Uh, Shout out to our
5: listener of the week, Gritzy Roth, who gave us a five star review and uh, titled their review. We love to see it, don't we, folks? (laughs) And especially (laughs) the review, the review, the best and only NBA podcast that I listen to. Uh shout out to you. That's the Richie Ross. That's the that is the correct answer. We are the only NBA podcast you should listen to. I'm told there are others, but uh they people are saying one. we're the best one, we're the only one worth listening to folks. People are saying many are saying <laughs> like a dog. Um, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> they follow us along, follow us around like a little dog. <laughs> that's, uh, that's funny. I, to, Talk about how your followers follow you around like a dog uh,
6: i can shoot one of them on main street right.
5: <laughs> i could they wouldn't could. do anything wouldn't do all anything. right uh make sure you give us a follow on twitter i'm at jack underscore o'brien jabari where are you at i'm at jabari davis nba
6: and also make sure you follow our guy at miles of gray
5: yeah see all his pretty pictures from europe um And hashtag Boosties for show links and updates. Um, That's going to do it. Uh, We are back next week. Miles will be back. Uh, And we'll be back talking NBA basketball. Uh, Who we got next week? What's the division? Do we know yet, Jabari? (laughs) Ah, We're just winging it. We're winging it. We're winging it, aren't we, folks? Um, All right. That's going to do it. See you next week. Bye. Bye.